It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh, boy. Here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way out is this is how this to do life. How to do life. Hey, Pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life. Nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is going to be an interesting show today because we have a special guest host who is a surprise even to her. <laughs> she didn't know when she woke up this morning that she was going to be co-hosting How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather. But Chrissy's kids are not feeling well today. And she's, you know, kids come first, you know. Mom stuff comes first. And so I was super happy that who was going to be our guest today is now my co-host. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to have my friend Anna Green, who I know as Anna Stockstill. That's right. Because we went to elementary school together and junior high and high school. Yeah. I have not high school. We, we separated at high oh, school. Oh, I thought you were in my high school yearbook. No, probably not. Slide, did you have a slide out? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was. <laughs> not, except for senior year. I okay, moved senior year. So maybe that's was. why that that's part's a blur. Was. Well, you were in my high school yearbook for some years because yeah. I looked you up. Mm -hmm. And I also brought our eighth grade yearbook with us yes. today. And uh -huh. we have already looked up our pictures to remember um, what we looked like. Uh -huh. Um. Yeah, we look we look the same in all of the ways that are flattering, and we that's so nice, <laughs> isn't it? And also on this page um, is Missy Tate, mm -hmm. who I'm friends with on Facebook, and is an amazing woman. She is so much fun to follow. You're friends with her, yeah, she's mm -hmm. so great. And um, Donna Turpin, friends with her. Yep, me too. And oh my gosh, just looking through, looking at these faces just reminds me of how much fun we had at Clearwood Junior High. Yes. And looking through, I don't know if you guys ever listen, ever look through old yearbooks, but um, it's just fun to to see what people are up to now. And I'm looking forward to hearing what Anna's up to now. <laughs> now, the reason why she's even here today is a couple of months ago, I got a message on Facebook of, hey, we're going to be in town um, in a couple of months. Yep, we're spring breaking. And because of my work schedule and my husband's work schedule, we never, ever, ever get to take a whole week. So it's a short spring break. We left Friday and we go back on Tuesday. So we didn't want to go very far. So Tallahassee just made the list of not very far from where we live. And so I reached out to Heather and said, where do I stay? Because mm -hmm. I would be a bad picker on that one. Um and did, I steer you, did I steer you in the right direction? Yeah, she sent me a map with a big circle on it. Say, here, stay here. And I'm like, all right. So, um, and we are in a cute little Airbnb and everything has been great. And I have, um, in my typical OCD personality self, have overworked my children and my husband with schedules. And so they're exhausted now and they're sleeping. What's the best thing that you've done while you've been here? 
Uh, we talked about that yesterday. So we've done a lot of things, but their favorite still is the Tallahassee Museum. Oh yeah, my son loved the dinosaurs, uh-huh. and we loved all the animal exhibits and trying to find the things that are nocturnal and right. you know, whatnot that were all sleeping. But um, no, no, we really liked it, and their food was good, which I usually like. You know, you go to some place like that, you don't expect good food, but it was very good food too. I was shocked when I first came to Tallahassee. Um, I, you know, coming from the New Orleans area, I'm used to Lots of culture and, you know, lots of history and museums and art and things like that. And I came to Tallahassee and first thing I wanted to do was go to the museum. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's a farm? Yeah. I was so confused, but I love that mm-hmm. place. And it truly is indicative of Tallahassee. Yeah. It's just wonderful. Well, I'm glad that you've been here and that mm-hmm. you've had good weather while you're here. And that Absolutely. you've been able to enjoy our town. And um, and that you were willing to come and be on, <laughs> sure. on our show today. Well, so um, if Chrissy was here, I would be making a big deal about this next segment. But you know what? I'm still going to make a big deal about it. It's time to talk about our goals. And now it's time to talk about our Okay, guys, so you guys know, if you've been listening to the show, that Chrissy and I have set some goals for the year, and we are encouraging all of our listeners to set goals as well. Periodically, we do a little check-in to see how we're doing. One of my biggest goals, and one that Chrissy also has, is um, a walking goal. And I wanted to check in on our walking goal because today, the day that this show airs, April 7th, is National Walking Day. And so y'all know we have a goal of 2,021 miles in 2021. And so um, I'm wondering how everybody's doing on their goal. I set a goal for 200 miles in March. And I had to really, really push it last week to get it done. But I did. I got 200.5 miles. Very, very impressive. So I understand that you guys have been doing a little bit of hiking since you've been here. We have. That was yesterday. Uh, We were here on Easter Sundays. First time uh, not being home and churching it on Easter Sunday. Um, And so uh, in my planning, I was trying to come up with something because I figured, you know, Easter Sunday, lots of things will be closed. So instead, we made it a day of hiking. It was hiking nonstop, hiking and picnicking. So um, we went down to St. Mark's, went to the lighthouse, did all the hiking at St. Mark's, went to Wakula Springs, did all the hiking there, which is probably why everyone is still asleep at my house. I hiked at Wakulla Springs with my husband once, and that was, we were not prepared for the tall grass mm-hmm. on that hike, and we came back with ticks oh. all in yeah. our, like around our ankles. We ended up, this was like, I think it was our anniversary, and we ended up <laughs> in the parking lot. Yeah, it was super romantic. We were in the parking lot at Ace Hardware with duct tape pulling ticks out of our legs. <laughs> we, thankfully, we did not have that. <laughs> my kids are older they probably would have been on their own i'd be like good luck guys um yeah no it's not it's not your anniversary until you've pulled out a couple of tips i I guess so i guess so (laughs) so do you have any other goals for 2021 uh well i started some goals uh, on the beginning of lent and i you know i started a lot of goals and i figured i'll do a lot of them during lent and then we'll see what sticks um so a couple of them that i've really enjoyed because if you don't enjoy them you're not going to keep doing them um was i've been trying to increase the amount of leafy greens that i eat and so i've had a salad a day through all of lent which is a lot of roughage Uh um (laughs) 
And let's see what else. Friday night, I refuse to cook anymore. I am um, quite a cook, I think. At least they eat it. Um, <laughs> but I refuse to cook on Fridays now. Fridays now are date nights. Excellent. And it's not necessarily with my husband. Sometimes it's with one of my kids. Sometimes it's with a friend. But it's going to be a date night. And I'll probably keep that one. And um, in church, uh, we my church was doing an outdoor service, which is different for me. And so I started going every Sunday in Lent, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to try to keep doing that nice. one. We'll see. I think all of those sound really nice and sustainable, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, especially like <laughs> no cooking on Friday. Oh, I, have, I could totally sustain that. <laughs> I, I am excelling at that type of a goal. I have no cooking. Um, actually, I think it's it's more interesting when I do cook. That would be, I should have a goal to cook more. <laughs> Me not cooking is not new for my family. But I love the idea of having a date night and with a different person, mm-hmm. you know, like not necessarily with your husband. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really cool. Well, I might I might adopt that, too, because right now Friday night is lay around on the couch and eat pizza night, mm-hmm. which is not that different from any other night at my house. <laughs> so <laughs> good. Well, we encourage everybody who's got goals this year to um, update us. Let us know how it's going. And what I always want to know What's going well and what do you want more of? Because because Anna's completely right. If you're not having fun, then you're not going to continue doing it. And life is too short and crazy to not be having fun. Absolutely. So push yourself, challenge yourself to do new things, and then have fun with it. Okay, so it's not only National Walking Day. Today is a lot of other fun things, too. We're going to talk about them in the grab bag. What? What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Okay. Today is National Walking Day and it's National Beer Day. I love beer. I know that you love beer because <laughs> we're friends on Facebook and I see your posts of the delicious beer that you enjoy and yes. I thought, ooh, we have something in common. It's a good thing you didn't bring a bunch of beer in here. Oh, guess what? <laughs> no. I did. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how this will go now? <laughs> We're not going to drink it, but um, I did bring you some Tallahassee beer from some of our local brewers. I don't know um, how, I think we have now five breweries in Tallahassee with tasting rooms. And for those of you guys watching us on Facebook Live, I'm wearing my Drink Tallahassee Beer shirt from the Tallahassee Beer Society. And on National Beer Day, I really encourage everyone to drink local beer support your local brewers so you guys went out and hung out at one of our local brews a couple of them yeah where'd you go uh we went to proof Mm -hmm. okay what was the name of the other one hang on let me look because i took a picture and it was so fool's fire oh that's one that's the newest one to open in tallahassee and it was quite yummy they had a coconut stout that Mm. i loved my new profile picture is oh, me with a yeah, beer. That's perfect. how much I love some beers. Um, but I've tried Proof at a couple other restaurants, too. So uh-huh. I like them a lot. Yeah. They have a Flamingo one right now. Oh, but, that might be in there. Oh, I drank two of those. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm not sure if I put that one in there. I may have kept that I've for tried myself. that one. Let's see. Oh, that one's good. The oh, yeah, I've tried that kiss. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so yeah. National Beer Day is April 7th. Of course, it recognizes the world's most widely consumed alcoholic beverage, so following water and tea beer is the most the third most popular drink overall national beer day began in 1933 
after over 13 years of prohibition. They say that Franklin Roosevelt signed the act on March 22, 1933, saying that beer with up to 3.2% alcohol content could again be sold as long as states pass their own laws allowing the selling of beer. And then after he signed it, he said, I think this would be a great time for a beer. Nice. And then I can only imagine that he went to his local brewery because he supports local beer. Nice. <laughs> and um, and enjoyed, enjoyed a cold one. So what's your favorite type of beer? Uh, I like a milk stout usually. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it's an odd thing. I like beer. I like all beer. I don't particularly care for IPAs as a general rule. I know that's like the trend and everybody loves an IPA. It tastes like grapefruity, bitter beer face to me. But everything else, I'll probably drink it. I used to be a complete beer snob in the sense that I only wanted to drink Imperial Stouts. Mm. And I just really love a creamy, creamy stout beer. And then, and I had the same opinion about IPAs. It just, I try, I taste them. Yeah. yeah I, I give it, a, you know, another, you know, thank you, Bright, every well, once in a while. they grew on me. I really started, I was surprised. And I think maybe I wasn't having good ones. That might be it. And so now I notice that what the type of beer that I like changes with the seasons. And mm. I really enjoy dark stout beer in colder months. And I enjoy more fruity IPAs in warmer months. I laugh because um, it's kind of like, you know, everybody, when I say I'm going to have chili and it's summertime, they're like, it's summertime. I'm like, well, it's not, it's air conditioned in my house. So if I feel like getting chili, you know, so any yeah. beer is good for me any time of the year. <laughs> I have a beer friend at work. Yeah. He's wonderful and brings me beers all the time. And he has brought me a couple IPAs because he's an IPA guy and um, will tell me, Anna, you'll like this one. And I always give it a go. And nine <laughs> times out of ten, he knows me well enough because he's my beer friend um, that I do like it. Well, there, there you go. And there's a couple of IPAs in there and there's a couple of stouts, too. Yay. So, and I think there's a there's a brown. There might be a porter. I love this. So, one. yeah. No, Enjoy. No. <laughs> so, uh, Bobby Brown Jr., will you be celebrating National Beer Day? Uh, I'm actually, I don't, I don't drink, like, I'm not a usual young person, you know? I know that you like to drink beatbox. You'll probably <laughs> have National Beatbox Day, right? Heck no, that was gross. <laughs> I only drink champagne right now. So, oh, um, he I likes the bubble. Yeah, I won't be doing beer, but uh, if you want to toast, I can pour some champagne up we with your beer. We can toast with beer. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a beer made with champagne. It's really good. Really? Mm -hmm. I've yeah. never heard of this, actually. Yeah, I need to look it up and see who actually makes it, but I remember having it and it was well, good. Well, maybe it's good. I don't know. Beer, I, I liked beer until I had too much of it. And then oh. I was like, now I just don't like it anymore. Yeah. I think it's over for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like to but I'm only 22, mm -hmm. so I don't know. I could, could oh, come back. You've got, oh, you've got, got lots plenty of, of time. <laughs> you've got lots of mistakes to make. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, so um, it's really kind of funny that today is National Walking Day. I, I encourage a walk to your local brewer <laughs> so that you can have some National Beer Day fun. And then today is actually also National Making the First Move Day. Whoa. I don't know who came up with that. Now this one I can get behind. <laughs> this day is lit. I'm guessing that after you've had enough yeah. beer, you're ready to make the first move towards <laughs> your crush. I don't know. I just it just says National Making the First Move Day. It's observed on Wednesday, huh. April seventh, um, and it's been observed annually since two thousand eighteen. So this is a time honored tradition started by somebody. So if you've been waiting for that moment, this is it today.
Oh, okay. Thank you for giving me the encouragement and the the you know the confidence to go make the first move today, Heather. Yeah. I did not know this. That's what I'm doing. I'm bringing you the good stuff. I'm gonna go outside and make the first move I see just because of you. Okay, and so now, now okay, so you've had a walk on National Walking Day to your local brewer, and then you've had enough beer on National Beer move. Day to make the first move, and so. <laughs> Is it then National Crawling Day, so you can crawl. No, it's it's international. This is an oh, internationally ooh. recognized holiday. International Beaver Day. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Now I know what you guys are thinking. Yeah. But sometimes weighing over forty pounds, there are two types of beavers. <laughs> okay. The North American beaver and the European beaver. <laughs> beavers mate for life. Uh, just like penguins, beginning in their third year, when they're three years old, they choose a mate. And um, their babies are called kits. They stay with their parents for two years. And in their second year, they become babysitters of the new arrivals. Nice. So they're born. A year later, they become responsible for the other babies. And then the year after that, they, they, get out. they choose a mate and leave, which is, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I... I've been a parent for 15 and a half years now. Sometimes I'm really sad that my kids are going to leave, and then sometimes not so much. Yeah, it is. It is a double-edged sword. <laughs> I've been a parent for 21 years now, and I could say um, with all three of them, they all have their moments. There's secret names. I call them in my head <laughs> that they don't know about. And But for the most point, yeah, at the most point, I try to have a little perspective and like, I'm going to miss you one day, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, usually when my house is a combination of like Captain Underpants and um, one kid talking on the speaker with his friend that he's playing Minecraft with mm -hmm. and then my teenager trying to make plans with his friends and then like there's the house is a disaster mm -hmm. and, you know, I think someday my house will be quiet and tidy and you'll be sad and i'll be really sad. right i know i'll be really I think sad about that when it looks like you know a whole pack of like i don't know people have, mo have moved into my living room like some with, international with, beavers with go boxes and and and, and, and mardi gras <laughs> cups everywhere and i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna miss this yeah someday. i'm sure i'm sure it'll come yeah it will it will <laughs> but until then we have another day to celebrate okay so not only are we taking Hiking. a walk to the brewery? We're having some International Beer Day. Uh, then the we're going to make the move. We're going to make the move. And then we're going to celebrate the beavers. <laughs> and then it's National No Housework Day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell this me about it, right? I can get behind. <laughs> get the kids two years old. They're taking care of the other kids. They're getting ready to move out. Teach them some housekeeping skills so that you don't have to do it. And you can observe. <sighs> National No Housework Day. Yeah, I, I think that sounds lovely. Yeah. One thing I noticed when I was learning about this um, is that this event does not currently have a sponsor. Like there's no <laughs> company that has been has gotten behind No Housework Day. Uh, maybe like somebody like Lazy Boy. <laughs> That's a great idea. You know, or yeah. Yeah. Or some, or some like beautiful spa. Yeah. Yeah, they should get behind that. This is available. So mm -hmm. anybody out there with a business that you're looking for a way to really promote yourself, getting behind National No Housework Day will endear 
people to you yes forever because then they can say you know that they've they're just um, supporting your cause in mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. I think this would be a great one for um, like a housekeeping company. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah. so Bobby Brown Jr. Yes, ma'am. 22 years old. Yes. You're way past adolescent beaver stage. Okay. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> tell, what, what, tell us about your housekeeping skills. Did your mom teach you how to keep house? She did, yes. Um, or your dad. I'm not assuming that just. Oh, it was my mom. No, that's fine. Uh, but I only recently, like in this house that I've lived in and the last house, maybe only recently started like actually listening to her advice. Like <laughs> then I would clean up here and there. But now that I, like, I live and I care about where I live now, right. I'm like, oh, my mom used to do this. So I'll, I'll, you know, let's do that. I'll, I'll make sure it's clean. Are you cleaning or are you picking up? Because those are two different things. Because I think some people think picking up is cleaning. But cleaning usually involves cleaner and scrubbing. So these days, I I definitely do a lot more picking Picking up. up. But I still clean. (laughs) You know, by that definition, it it just would change its name. I thought it was all cleaning. No, no, no. I think it is an important distinction because I do pick up a lot. Mm-hmm. I pick up a lot because I like the, the house to be tidy and I like everything. I always kind of feel like if, if a robber came to my house, mm-hmm. I don't want to be embarrassed <laughs> by the state of my you house. Not that you don't want to be robbed. You don't want to be embarrassed by the robber. I just don't want the robber. robber to think poorly of me. They'll be able to find things, though. Right. it'll all be put away in its place. Like, I don't want the robbers to go back to like their robber den and be like, this house, y'all, <laughs> that lady does not take care of her house. So she couldn't I, even find the money. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were looking for so long. So I tidy up a lot. And then when it comes time for cleaning, mm-hmm. then you're getting down the floor. You're scrubbing the baseboards yeah. and all of that. Loud music is playing. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So do your kids have regular chores that they do? Uh, yes, for the most part. Uh, both my husband and I work full time, like all the time, it seems like. Um, so they are, I don't do dishes anymore. I revolt against that. Um, so they handle that. They handle the garbage. Um, they'll clean up their bathrooms. Um, and I laugh, you know, about as far as, you know, kids knowing how to clean because, my kids have known how to do laundry since before they were tall enough to reach the buttons. They used to push it with a wooden spoon because, uh, you know, I'm not the lone soldier making dirty clothes in this house. So they've been helping for a long time. Yeah. Sometimes my kids will ask me how much I'm going to pay them. Uh, food and rent. That's what I tell them. Exactly. It's like, he's who trying pays to, me? He's trying to earn V-Bucks. I'm like, well, you have to find something outside of the norm, like go wash my car. Right. So Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's for um, that's for above and beyond. Right, extra. Yeah, I feel like you know we all pitch in to make the house a mess, and so we all pitch in to yeah. clean up the house. I remember I used to think that I was pitching in when I would like lift my feet up so that my mom could vacuum underneath them. Oh, and now I realize how not helpful that was. Yeah, how probably she was giving you the side uh, eye that yeah. you weren't even seeing. Anymore. She had names for me in her head. In her she head, yes, yeah, she did. Because <laughs> I know I have them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, if you're really, really good at teaching your kids how to pick up and clean and take care of the house and pull their own weight, then they will be ready for this next national observance. All right. Empowered Women Entrepreneurs Day. Uh-huh. So 
I am an empowered female entrepreneur. Chrissy is an empowered female entrepreneur. And I know that Anna and her husband also own a business of their own. Tell me about your business. Correct. Um, well, it actually, it's, he started the business before me. So it's a BA business before Anna. Um, <laughs> and he started in, I believe it was around 97. He bought his first boat and he is a charter fisherman. He's an owner operator. So um, he takes people fishing, deep sea fishing out in the Gulf of Mexico. And he's been doing it since 1997. And what's the name of your company? Okay, so there's a big um, misthought behind this. It's The name of it is Intimidator. Yeah. Um, but I, he I tells, thought that was the name of the boat. It is, Intimidator. Okay. Uh-huh. And But he says he named it after me. That's what he tells people. <laughs> that is not true. Do I look intimidating? No, 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 no. I, most people agree with him, so I don't understand that. But um, Intimidator, Intimidator Charters in Orange Beach, Alabama. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> I had a great time looking at the website. If you guys want to look them up, if you're going to be in the Orange Beach, Alabama area, which is truly one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Yes, it is. Fishorangebeach.com, and you will see Captain Johnny Green and Intimidator Charters. And when you get there, you will have a great time because the pictures look like I want to be there. I don't want to catch fish. But mm -hmm. I will be on the boat with other people catching fish. Yeah, well, honestly, you know, the the best trips that he enjoys the most. Now, he loves taking people fishing um, of all shapes and sizes. But he really likes taking kids fishing. Yeah. He loves seeing the people that catch, like, their first fish ever and, you know, being part of teaching them to love the outdoors and to love fishing. And um, so even if you're not fishing, even if you're just riding, it's still a fun trip. Yeah, I love to be on the water. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to catch fish. Like, I just, I'm fine with the fish being in the water. I don't need to see them. Mm -hmm. I don't need to touch them. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> like, we don't need to be friends. But I love to be on a boat on the water. Yeah. And it is so exciting when kids have that moment of reeling in a fish or whatever they catch. I've seen right. some pretty crazy stuff come yeah, out of the water. for sure, for sure. That would be a great question for him. What's the craziest thing that that's ever been pulled up by a fishing pole on his boat? Uh, yeah, hey, he brought home one, and, and thankfully he brought it home cleaned already. He was like, I brought you fish to cook. Um, <laughs> and it was beautiful. It was white, white, white meat. And I was like, okay. And so I sauteed it, and it was, you know, it turned out really good. But then he showed me a picture of the fish, and it looks like some sort of pre historic eel thing <laughs> i think it's called a hake i don't quite know i never Ooh. saw it whole and it was probably for the best because right. I, I don't know you wouldn't have eaten it right so i think he brought it to me in a gallon sack all like good to go and and i cooked it up and there was none left all the people ate all the things and um but yeah i'm sure he's caught a lot of a lot of weird weird things but i i can say that one was weird to me so i have a question for you you know and on um national empowered women entrepreneur day <laughs> what advice do you have for people who are thinking about following their dreams and opening a business from the perspective of somebody who is married to uh -huh. an empowered male entrepreneur yeah uh well you know i asked him this last night um just so i could like have a good thought for you um and he said you absolutely your business has to be something you love 
No doubt, he said, because um, starting a business is hard. And I think a lot of the younger generation, and I don't want to throw like anybody under the bus, but I think they think a lot of it is just easy. You walk into it and things just happen and, you know, it's all like made for love. Um, but r- starting a business is really hard. It's hard financially. It's hard, you know, just personally. It's hard on your family, uh, you know, because we're all like on in the show together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, having something that you absolutely love is the only way that it's going to survive. Um, I remember having, I, I was, I don't know, it was some sort of trivia night or I, I don't even remember. We were playing this game and I asked him, and the game was, um, okay, so you didn't have to worry about money. You have all the money in the world. However, part of your life has to be you have to have a job. So money is not an option. Uh-huh. What would you do? What would you do for your job? And he said, I would keep doing what I'm doing now. And that's how you know. Yeah. If you can say, I would still keep doing this exact same thing, no matter if it was for the money or not for the money, then um, then you're doing the right thing. I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, I've worked so hard to have a job that is truly what I love. And I feel the same way. Like sometimes I get paid and it's like I can't believe I get paid mm-hmm. to do this you know and it's just if you're lucky enough to work in something that just brings you joy then I mean that's the jackpot right there yeah yeah well if you guys if you're listening and you've got an idea and it's something that you get goosebumps about this is your day this is your day to make the first move and get that plan in action okay so now here's a day that I really am excited about Apparently, April 7th. My goodness. Is, oh, I know. It's a busy day. <laughs> so many things. It's a busy day. Is National Girl Me Too Day. Okay. National Girl Me Too Day recognizes the strength and endurance of women of all ages. And it is an opportunity to show support for each other. And so the, the, the creators of National Girl Me Too Day says, take a moment to look at the women around you. Neighbors, shopkeepers, sisters, even strangers. If you ask any one of them a single thing they have had to overcome, many could respond, girl, me too. Mm -hmm. And so today is a day of solidarity to break down divisions among women of all walks of life. It reminds us that we've all carried similar burdens and struggles and that by lifting each other up, we can mend the past and make a better future for our children. And so that's just a reminder that everywhere we go, we've got more in common than we think we do, more in common than we have difference. So I want to give a shout out to Simonia Montgomery, who is the creator of Girl Me Too movement, and she founded National Girl Me Too Day. So find another woman in your life today and share experiences so that you have the opportunity to say, girl, me too. And then use that as a catalyst to just keep empowering all of the specialness of April the 7th. April the 7th. Wow. So April the 7th was also Anna's first co-hosting a podcast day. Absolutely. How was it? <laughs> I, I think it was good. I pretty much just sat here and chat with you, which that's always fun. So, Well, you know what? When I asked you originally to do this... She said, um, I'm not very interested. I'm not. I'm really not. And I disagree. <laughs> I think you did awesome. Yeah. I think Chrissy better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, April 7th is a special day. And so is April 9th 
April 10th, April 11th. Every day is what you make of it. So I really super hope that you're having an awesome day wherever you are and that you will look around and look for the opportunities to make today the best day ever. And until next time, bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.